Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. Of course, I am Paul Blair. This is my compatriot, Dan Fisher. We are both pastors. We are the founders of the Liberty Pastors uh, Movement Network and training camps. And also, together, we lead this great congregation, Liberty Church of Edmond. And today, we're going to talk about the state of education in the United States. You know, Dan, all of us have grown up. Of course, you grew up in Arkansas. I grew up yep. in Oklahoma. Yep. And we grew up in that local hometown, small town community mentality. Oh, sure, we did. Friday nights, we'd all, the whole town would be together. In our case, at Football the time, there was game. only one high school. It was the Bulldogs, and the whole yeah. town would be together wearing yeah. maroon and gray. And we all have those yearnings and memories. And we remember back in a day where, you know, if you were caught, chewing gum in line and you didn't bring enough oh, for everyone that was a major problem you could get yeah. in trouble yeah, if you back talked the teacher you could <laughs> running get in, in trouble. the hall running in the hall. yeah you wind up getting and, and the rule in well, our house was if i got paddled for disobeying at home oh at church, i got it at home twice I as bad. i got at home exactly. yeah yeah but but now there's not that kind of school system that exists no in fact of fact it's quite evident when you see the results when you examine the standards and when you actually if there was a blessing that took place with this whole covid pandemic yeah, hoax part of it you're going to say two percent reality about 98 percent hoax is that parents were able to actually see what their children mm -hmm. were being introduced and they were school. appalled and they were they appalled, were appalled. And because yeah. they realized for the first time their children weren't being educated no they were being indoctrinated That's exactly with right garbage. huge difference and so and and so most of these kids cannot read mm -hmm. they cannot do simple math hey math is racist now you know that. no of course I, it is which i can't I, I can't figure well, that i don't know how do you figure that out <laughs> yeah well you know paul i have a unique perspective on this because my wife and i both have degrees right. in education mm -hmm. And most people who go to school to be a teacher have a, a dual major. So they'll major in education, but then they also major in their preferred field. Mine was mathematics, secondary ed. Uh, my wife's was uh, grammar. And so we both started teaching school, um, actually in the school where we went to school in Van Buren, Arkansas. Wow. And, and we were just talking yesterday, oddly enough, that we had the opportunity to work with our first three years of teaching school the old school teachers mm -hmm. and administrators who were still there from yeah. when we were growing mm -hmm. up. And there was such a difference as I uh, went into full-time ministry uh, after my third year of teaching, I already could begin to see the shift that was happening. And by the time my wife stopped teaching a number of years later, the shift was pretty much solid. And the schools had gone from what you and I experienced mm -hmm. when we were in school to this wokeism that we didn't call it that then, but that's what it was. Sure. No discipline. Mm -hmm. uh, you're kind of anti-parent. Uh, you 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 let the kids get away with whatever they want. Their their psyche is more important. No than, grades. Everyone's uh, a winner. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. We all get participation trophies, whether yeah. first, second, third. And, and then you could begin to see in the newer teachers that were coming along a a, a discernible left lean. Mm -hmm. They had become America haters. And yeah. you can't help but that that pour out of you eventually to your classroom. Mm -hmm. So we're facing a situation today, many years later now, obviously, because I'm 63, where the school system is anti mm -hmm. everything we're founded on and anti-God. Mm -hmm. 
And so now we're beginning to see the, the, the horrible consequences. I was just reading an article, and I know that our listeners are probably aware of this, but President Biden has suggested to redefine the word sex in the Title IX uh, regulations for uh, government mm-hmm. institutions mm-hmm. like like school. Yeah, yeah, and and what they want to do is they not only want to define sex as male or female, but sexual orientation or identification. So that means that if you're not sure, and you decide you want to be a boy but you're a girl or vice versa, that you would be covered under Title IX, which changes everything. Because it's it's kind of like the Equality Act that mm-hmm. you and I have been fighting now for a few years. All of a sudden, every perversion that you can imagine is covered by law. It's kind of interesting, and then then I'll toss it back over to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the government opened up a uh, a comment site <laughs> for for people to send in their comments about what they think about this proposed change. And when by the writing of this article, which was let's see September the tenth, so that's that's what is that yesterday or Sunday? Uh, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Okay, three hundred and forty nine thousand comments had been made mm-hmm. about this this suggested change. All of a sudden, though, one hundred and sixty thousand of those comments disappeared. <laughs> And there was only 189,000 comments remaining. Well, when you can just redefine the definition of words in the dictionary, you can also <laughs> redefine the outcome of comments. <laughs> yeah. I don't like those comments. So those don't exist. Those are non comments. Yeah. Non comments. Because they don't, they don't agree with us. So, this, and we could name many others, mm-hmm. and you probably want to throw out a few examples have led us to tell our parents here that if you at all can get your kids out, of the government school. So why are we telling them that? Well, we've been trained to think that we are supposed to, as good parents, take our children down and drop them off at pre-K and then take them to kindergarten, take them to classes, and and then pick them up when they graduate high school and send them to college Uh for four more years of indoctrination. (laughs) And we are under the impression that as parents, that's what we're supposed to do. Well, at one time when the parents actually were in charge of the school boards and hence were in charge of the curriculum, really up until probably the mid to late 70s, maybe mid 80s, we actually had God-fearing teachers. We had pretty well-controlled schools, public education that was actually educating the children. Right. But now, as you've mentioned a moment ago, we've completely divorced from truth. When you yeah. can't accept the fact that there's either XX or XY chromosome, that you're either born with, with external um, genitalia or internal, and it's a fact biologically and biblically, as God created male and female, yeah. when, when you can't accept that truth, then there is no truth. And that's where we've gotten right now. We've lived, and quite frankly, Dan, as I think where you're wanting to go with, and I'll, but sure. But God instructed. He had a foolproof plan. Oh, he did. He said he brought the Israelites <laughs> out of bondage, demonstrated who he was yeah. and who he was to them without question. Dividing the Red Sea, the plagues upon Egypt, bringing them into the Promised Land. Then he said, "Okay, here's how this is going to work. You parents teach your children." You train them. You parents are responsible for bringing up the next generation. I'm going to bless you with children. You raise them to honor me. We no longer are doing that. No. In fact, now if we send our, you can't even fool yourself anymore, ladies and gentlemen. If you're sending your child to public education, 
you're disobeying God's command That's exactly to raise right. your children yeah. in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Well, especially if you know the score yeah. of yeah. what's going on in the public yeah. school system today. Yeah. Hey, I heard the results of a study, a little bit of the results on The Blaze this morning. Listen to this. 20% of Democrats believe that a man can get pregnant. 20%. Now, I want you to think about that. Among Democrat white uh, college-educated women... 36% believe that a man can get pregnant. So wait a second. These these women have all accrued probably $100,000 worth of debt for higher education. Yes. And over one-third believe that a man can get, can get pregnant. pregnant. Can a woman produce sperm? I, I would imagine if you asked them, they'd say yes. I, I mean, that is how – Paul, this is how – I, I, I get you. That is how nuts – the left has become, and since they're in charge of government education, well, then yeah. one plus one equals two to us, mm -hmm. but not to them. So in some classes, they don't teach that two plus two equals four. They ask the students how they feel about yeah. what two plus two is. Well, I'm telling you, when I went to school, it didn't <laughs> matter how you felt about two plus two. Hey, every answer you gave was what you felt was the right answer. Yeah, exactly. However, those multiple choice tests, when it came back yeah. with red marked all over them, exactly. that meant that what you felt didn't line up with what the facts were. Yeah, and let me tell you, my bank, when I take <laughs> three from two, they're real quick to tell me that's negative one. So, but I don't feel that way, Mr. Banker. Yeah, I don't. I identify. I feel as an like I ought to be able to buy this new Rolls Royce. Yeah, I identify as a billionaire, so yeah. I am a billionaire. But that is the crazy world that we live in, Paul. So by the time my wife and I kind of exited the public school system, all of the old guard was beginning to die off. And and again, you know, we were talking about this yesterday. Most of the ones that we taught school with that actually were teaching when we were going to school there in our little town have all pretty much died now. Mm -hmm. And that that guard is gone. And I think one of the problems with parents, well, maybe it'd be more like grandparents, we think it hasn't changed that yeah. much. Oh, oh, my gosh. Not even close. Tell us about the teacher down in Florida yeah. that was fired yeah. and we helped to defend. T tell, tell them about that example. Well, first of all, let me give this as a back. I can remember being in school in the second grade. One of my classmates' father was a Methodist preacher. Yeah. And leading up to Christmas break. Please tell me they he, didn't. He was invited to come into our classroom, read the story I'm about of to hyperventilate. Luke 2 to the entire class and gave all of us New Testaments. Look how that warped that, you. I know. That's the way education was. Now, <laughs> as you just alluded to, when we were in Florida uh, at work was back uh, just prior to the pandemic, but we were working with a, a PE teacher that was working in the Tampa area, and he was being ordered by the school district to go in and watch a biological female shower in the boys locker room because she because identified she identified as a boy and she wanted to shower in the boys locker room well obviously they knew there were some problems with that so they were mandating that this christian teacher go in and watch her and he refused 
He said, this is a, a 16, 70-year-old woman. I'm not going to view a naked woman as a man, and I'm not yeah. married to her. It's not going to happen. And he literally was on the verge of losing his job, if not for great outcry. Fortunately, from some of the strong churches that we have helped develop yeah. in the state of Florida, he would have lost his job. But it was, with that, it was a legal battle is what it led to. Now, now, there is a perfect example of the 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 refutation mm-hmm. of these pastors to say, well, you don't want to get involved in cultural yeah. issues. It doesn't matter. Well, I can tell you what, it mattered there because Absolutely. it saved that Christian teacher's job. Absolutely. And that's what we're that's what being salt and light is supposed to be. So I can't remember the teacher's name, but he just won at the Supreme Court level. In fact, I, th- in fact, mm. I think our friend Matt Staver, the coach. yeah, the coach, coach okay. who yeah. would go out onto the middle of the field before or after mm-hmm. a game. Just to pray by himself. Just, mm-hmm. just to pray. Some of the students started coming with him because they figured out what he was doing, Christian students. So they said, well, you can't do that. So he told the students, don't do it. Just It'll just be me. And they fired that man because he was out in the middle of the field praying mm-hmm. silently. Mm-hmm. How do they know he could have been praying to Buddha? Now, he was a Christian, <laughs> and he wasn't. But my point is, it was a silent prayer. How would they know who he's praying to? Now, thankfully, our court system still has enough intelligence mm-hmm. that they realized that was a violation of that man's religious freedom. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, friends like Matt Staver and mm-hmm. others fought that and, and, Kelly and Shack, won. Was Kelly, yeah, that he, well. yeah. Mm-hmm. but my point is, mm-hmm. that's where school is yeah. today. Right. See, my wife and I uh, sponsored as teachers uh, Partners in Christ when we taught at the junior high in Van Buren back in the early 80s. And we would meet before school, and we had some parents actually protest. And our principal stood up for us, and then eventually our superintendent, and just ignored those people, and we continued to have it. But can you imagine have a Partners in Christ club today in a public school? Well, you mentioned a while ago that one of the uh, probably, well, hopefully he's just the first of many governors that's leading and trying yeah. to resist what's going on in education yeah. is, of course, once again, we name him the hero of America right now, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. But the reality is, Dan, the Bible is very clear when it says you are not to commit murder. You are not to yeah. commit adultery. Just as plainly, it says, parents, train your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Yeah, that's right. So if you are a parent and you are not doing that, then you are disobeying God, and there is no excuse. Oh, but in my hometown, oh, but I used to go to high school there. Yeah. Well, you know what? We all have that Norman Rockwell well, type of, course of, we of do. memory. Yeah. And I would encourage, we want to get Christians onto school boards. We want to get Christians into county government, city government, and state government. We want states to be like DeSantis and say, no, federal government, you're not going to indoctrinate our children with this garbage. However, the responsibility was not given to the governor. The responsibility was given by God parents. to the parents. Right. So immediately, while we are working to get more engaged and take back our the local schools, right now, they're gone. Yep, And they probably are. for the unforeseeable future, it'll probably be yeah. at least 10 years at best. Yeah. So right now, what we encourage our pastors to do, they graduate from our training camps, is every one of us as pastors have some sort of facility whether it seats 50 yeah. or whether it seats 5,000. 5, we all yeah. have some sort of facility that we call our church home. And most likely that facility is sitting empty about five days out of the week. Yeah. At so least. whatever you have as a building, we encourage our graduate pastors to partner with local homeschool co-ops 
or start a home school or some sort of private Christian school to provide a means of escape for the children yeah. that God has entrusted to your care as pastor of that congregation. And these co-ops are just begging for a place to meet. Absolutely. They can't find normally any places where different parents can teach different areas of expertise and bring these kids together socially. You know, here's the thing, Paul. If parents do what you said most parents are mm-hmm. doing and they they uh, abdicate this mm-hmm. responsibility to the government, then they shouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if their kids are God-haters yep. and not only infidels, but communists, yep. because that is the influence That's that they're, they're going to receive if they do not engage and teach their children. Now, I've had some people say, well, but I want to send my kids as Christians no. to be witnesses and missionaries in the public school. What would be your response to that? We are supposed to be missionaries. We are called to train up our children. Our children are being formed. They're not full grown yet. They're not warriors. You don't send a five-year-old off to fight in the war. (laughs) You may may draft an 18-year-old or have a 21-year-old grown man that goes through his training and goes off to war, but you don't take your five-year-old and put a rifle on him and send him off to war. Perfect. So our job is to train up our children That's we're going to make exactly little right. missionaries out of them well of course but if we give them to public education yeah they're going to make little missionaries out of them uh, but only but they're going to be missionaries direction. for the lgbt garbage they're going to be missionaries right. for socialism yeah. and they're going to be working against the values of yeah. christianity you know i always have felt that the job of education is to teach children how to get the tools to learn on their own, mm-hmm. meaning how to read, mm-hmm. how to do basic math, and how to have a general understanding of the world around them and just how things work. And if if we could do that and then train up our children to be able to read for themselves and to function, then they can be yep. witnesses and they yep. can be missionaries when they're adults. But you cannot send a six-year-old into a classroom with an adult teacher yep. who has the yep. degree, yep. and they think they know everything, six and that little six-year-old in that debate with a twenty-five-year-old. In yeah, fact, yeah. a thirteen-year-old yeah. is not going to win that debate, yeah. generally speaking. And all that teacher will do is just ostracize them, probably mark their grades down, and that kid's going to suffer in who knows how many ways. So I am convinced, and my kids were able to go to a Christian school, but that's not always an option. And by the way, I'll also add, not all Christian schools yeah, no, are fundamental Christian becoming schools. becoming woke as well, yeah. No, that's exactly right. Just like most churches are becoming woke. Think about so, it in history. Every tyrant that wants to rule over a people, one of the things they want to do is they want to control the flow of information. Yep. They want to keep them uneducated that's exactly right where they during the dark ages most of mankind could not read and read yeah. the bible for themselves they were easily controlled by the bishops in american history they wanted to keep the slaves uneducated that's right. keep them illiterate only a moral people are capable of self-government yep. and only an educated, educated people, people are capable of self-government that's exactly right so you look at the intended goal they work here in america yeah and they've been very successful oh they have you look in the last 60 years we are largely more immoral than we were 60 oh, years oh, ago and largely. we are largely less educated than we were 60 years ago. Oh my ago. goodness, because of the COVID uh, yep. stoppage in, yep. in public education, uh, kids are failing basic reading tests. They can't yep. even read, and they're now believing in a lot of states that they're going to have to remediate and send yep. students back through the previous grades. I mean, this is just, Paul, this is a train wreck. So let's wrap it up then. What should pastors be doing, telling their congregations and be doing themselves? We encourage every one of you pastors to make sure and 
Teach your parents. Make sure that the, the congregation that's been entrusted to your watch and care knows that the parents are responsible for the education of their children. Mm-hmm. We've been commanded to raise our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And we encourage every church in America ought to have its doors opened sometime Monday through Friday and co-op and working with a local homeschool co-op or starting one. We happen to have four different we do. homeschool co-ops that use our facility different days yeah, of the and week. Yeah, it's wonderful. So what about Dran Reese to wrap public it up? School exit. Go to publicschoolexit.com. You can find out all sorts of information. Got a lot of help there for there. them. Dran Reese, all, easily a phone call away, and they will literally walk you through what it takes to get started. And we're close friends with her, and if they want to contact us first, they can do that, and we can help them out and get, get them into contact with her. That's the answer. Start. Every battle is fought one child at a time. We may not uh, be able that's control right. the children across town or, or influence their education, but you've yep. got influence over your children's right. education. Make sure you do what God has instructed It's just like that old story of the kid walking down the beach and all these starfish yeah. were stranded, <laughs> and he's throwing them in one at a time, and that guy says, what are you doing? He said, I'm saving these starfish. Mm-hmm. He said, there's thousands. How could you possibly make a difference? And he reaches down and picks up one and throws him in and says, made a difference for that made one. Made a difference in that Then one. he reached down, picked <laughs> up another one, made a difference for that one. And that's what we have to do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a huge task, and nobody's asking us to win the world let's just win the ones we can amen right amen. well paul is that it that's it thank you for joining us for this week's yeah. edition of riding the storm out and as you can tell by our recent broadcast we are in the middle of a raging storm but until next week we'll see you then god bless you mm.